You added that last bit in, didn't you? No, no, that was I don't right. remember the no, uh, previous episodes. Oh, but based on today's episode, actually, it should really be teenagers scare the living shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't care less. Oh, da, 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 I gotta breathe. And they so just... darken your codes or strike a violent pose and made them in alone, but not me. All together now, teenagers scare. Have you finished? Sorry, my chemical romance. Like I just flashed back to when I was. I kind of wanted to say yeah, and they deserve a smack round the head. No, that that kind of did. Also, my chemical romance did a song on that same album called Blood, mm. and it was like, I give you blood, blood. Gallons of the stuff I give you more than you could take And you will never have enough So give them blood, blood, blood Grab a glass because there's gonna be a flood Boom, boom A celebration out of all the girlies Anyway, sorry, I really love that album That is from my teenage years I kind of figured My, my teenage years was watching dark comedy and horror films No, your teenage years were our house, in the middle of our street, our house. That's not how the song goes, and I <laughs> no, will I was pretend. Gonna, I was going to go, our house is a no, very, very, very no, fine house, no. fine house. Listen, we have two cats in the yard. That is not fucking madness. Life that is an insult. To be so that is an insult to. Now everything is easy because of you. <laughs> I will never let you make me a sandwich ever again. Thank you very much, because I hate making you sandwiches, so... <laughs> okay, so today's episode, we are talking about... Teenagers. Teenagers. Scaring the living shit out of... Why... Could you stop farting? Why are we talking about teenagers? Firstly, well, can you stop farting? I can't promise nothing. The reason why we're talking about teenagers... Stop making that sound as well. Is because I, like feel, I feel like... Aww. Teenagers... Get it very easy nowadays compared. Well, not easy in a sense. Not easy. Can I just say, sense. Nick, you are not seventy-five years old. So could you stop acting like it? I'm not. I'm not like seventy-five. You are. You're like in my day, teenagers never acted like this. In my day, when you had to switch on the, the the radio and the DAB radio and the we didn't have this Facebook and this MySpace and uh, we had to go outside and play with our friends rather than going on the iPad. Why are you? Why do you sound like a, a child villain's character? Because that's what you sound like when no, you talk not. when you go on a rant. You get out your newspaper. You go. <laughs> Oh, teenagers these days. No, I just think I I just think they deserve a clip man a year. They step out of line, and that's the problem. Apart from obviously our teenage listeners, who are amazing people. Yes, they are amazing people because. But I'm sorry, guys. Like I think this day and age, teenagers get away a little bit too much, and the moment you tell them off, they think the world is against them. Okay, but why do you think that? And to be honest, I don't think that's teenagers. I think that's. People in their twenties. Yeah, people in their twenties. No, no, I think it's solely people in their twenties. Why do you say that? Because solely people in their twenties are in the millennial age. Mm. No, and it is millennials, and they're the ones who started it. Like you go, no, no, you go to you go to a twenty-one to twenty-six year old, and they'll turn around and they'll go, "Oh, I'm so so frustrated and annoyed." And you go to them, "Why? Oh, because you know I'm not earning forty k." 
you just graduated, why do you want to earn 40k? Because I'm entitled to it, because that's part of what I... No, you I need to do it. a good fucking hard day's work. Yeah? So it's not actually teenagers, it's the millennials. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do something now then. Let's talk about millennials instead of teenagers. No, let's talk about teenagers. Cause I know, and millennials. No, because you're a millennial. I am not a fucking millennial. Millennial, as defined in the dictionary, is defined in two ways. One, it's either defined as being born in the 1980s or later, or it's been defined as born 1990 and after. What year were you born, Nick? Did you just assume the year that I was born? What year were you born? Doesn't matter, I'm not millennial. What year were you born? I'm 1990, but I don't exactly. call, I do Thank not you call very myself much. a millennial. In both, no, in both definitions of no. millennial, you no, no, are no, no, millennial. No, 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 there is a difference. Millennials, yeah, millennials think that because they breathe, the whole world... They think the whole world, you know, got to give them everything they want. Millennials also yeah. like to complain as much as you do. Yeah, millennials finds everything offensive. Which you do as well. No, I don't find anything you offensive. You find the human race offensive. Well, yeah, because they're fucking twats. Well, exactly, yeah. you're a millennial. Number three, you can't breathe in this day and age by saying a little something. For example, let's let's talk about what a, a newspaper article came up recently, and it was on the news, yeah, about... Changing the tissues name, Kleenex to Kleenex to um to a, a size called you know man size. Let's forget about that and make up to large size. That's not millennials. That's feminists. Oh, and them as well. Fuck here now. Like I I'm agree so- with that though. I no. agree with the Kleenex thing because I don't Why? feel like it should be called man size because it's like the Yorkie thing when the Yorkie was like, "It's not for girls." All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so let's go in. Alright, okay, alright. Okay. How about they change the word menopause then? To what? It's got the word men. But so does women. Alright, just call it women pause or something. Why you've got menopause? Fine, if you really think that, we'll do that. But then I'm not gonna go on about it because I'm not a twat. Like But you're a millennial, feminist. so you are. Listen, I just want to say something now. I I I agree there's for me, there's feminists and then you've got extreme feminists. I agree with the feminists, yeah? Women and men should be treated equally. I completely agree. Men and women should be paid the same, do the same. I get that. But extreme feminists, yeah? I'm sorry, but you can't high-five certain women these days without being accused of rape. Like, I think it's absolutely fucking Okay, ridiculous. right. I'm going to just ignore everything you've just said because we're talking about teenagers and I'm going to bring it back to that because otherwise I'm going to get really angry. So... Oh, why? No, it's fine. Teenagers. Let's talk about teenagers because that's a safe topic for us today. I like crossing the boundaries, though. Okay. I don't know, because this is not what the episode's about, so let's not talk about it. Okay. We'll save it for another episode. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah, teenagers. Um, when me and Natalia have kids in the future... Yes. How... how? Oh, okay. What, what are you doing? I've just got eczema. Oh, I've just got eczema. Okay. If me and Natalia have teenagers in the future... They are not going to be like the teenagers nowadays. No, they'll be even worse. They won't be followers. They won't be... No, they won't. Because I want them to be brought up, make your own decision. You know, like... I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. I blame society in a way as well. I blame because it's quite... At the same time, they are quite hard. Because you're teenagers, you've got to do that. And, And people in their 20s, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, blah, 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 blah. But I think teenagers... I personally think give them a kick round the head and they carry on. Right. So I think that the problem starts from before they are teenagers. 
Mm-hmm. Because you'll look at Susan, who is a spoiled brat as a teenager and probably an adult. And then you'll look back to her childhood and it would be, no, it's Susan. Oh, you've made up a name. Oh, okay. Like, no, Susan, you can't have this. Okay, Susan, it's fine. Don't worry. You can have it. It's fine. Oh, I've learned that whining and complaining mm. means I get what I want. I agree. No, I, I agree. I do blame the parents. I do blame I don't parents. blame all parents because I think that some children are just the spawn of the devil. Yeah. Um, and as such, they should be treated. Mm. Uh, I mean, when I was a kid, when I was crying, literally, my mum sitting there would go, listen, you can carry on crying because you ain't getting what, you know, you, I say no and the answer's no. And that's good. And personally, that's good parenting. It yeah. depends on how you go about it, because when we have kids, yeah, I'm not going to be falling for that crap. But like, listen, the answer's no. If you dare go to your mum and ask her, and she says yes, then there's going to be severe punishment, as no, in I'll, grounding. I, I will literally just be like, what did your dad say? Good. I'm glad we've got a backup plan. Stop yeah. picking. I'm not picking. She's picking. Anyway, um, it's just, it's really itchy. Yeah, leave it. No, okay, fine. But um, your flaky skin's gone all over me as well, babe. Thank you for making me feel even more oh, insecure. Oh no, no, myself. I didn't mean no, no. I'll, I'll keep it close to me tonight, and I lie down next to me and I stroke it. It's fine. You're all weird. The skin, the stroke of skin. I meant. A stroke of skin. I don't know what I just said. Okay, yeah. So teenagers. Um. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about teenagers apart from they annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah, they not do all annoy. of them. Most of them. But to be honest. Most adults annoy. But to be fair, we used to be like that. No, I wasn't. No, no, no. When I say we used to be like that, we used to be little shits. Oh yeah, little shits. But we weren't. I weren't. I don't know about you, but when I was a teenager, I just crapped on with it. I was a very no, no. If you talk, you you have even said in previous episodes Mm. that if you were to go back to your teenage self, you'd Mm. give him a clip round the ear. Oh yeah, no, of course, because he was a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. We were all like that as teenagers. But why do you think it's changed now, then, the way we see things? I think things? the way that things have changed now is... I think the way that things have changed now is that everything is virtual. And nothing is... Like, for example, if I did something stupid when I was younger, hmm. the people who were around me at that moment in time would see the stupid thing I did. Yeah. That would be it. They'd maybe talk about it, but it would die away. The internet has come around and been like... Something stupid's happening. I'm going to film it. Yeah. And then I'll become an internet sensation. That fucking annoys me. Or I'll make this this really funny thing into a meme. Do you know what really annoyed me? There was a video on Facebook going around. This poor little girl. uh, I don't know how. I think it was in China or somewhere. Yeah. Got her arm stuck in the... um, What's it called? In the the excavators and that. And literally, you see people recording that shit. It's like, where's the fucking dignity? Like, yeah. what is wrong with the human race? I'm yeah. sorry, personally, I think the human race is fucking stupid. And that doesn't... And I'm not including my close friends and family in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I think... I'm, I'm not being funny. If anyone who I know had the phone recording that, the first thing I'd say would be, what are you doing? I mean, some... That could be your child. Do you want no, anyone to record true. that I think, shit? I think people just... People forget... It's like that episode of Black Mirror, obviously, sorry for the spoilers if you've not seen it, but it's like that episode of Black Mirror where they are filming... That everyone's watching through their um, watching through their phones. Mm. Everyone's filming through their phones, and um, they end up basically 
uh, not paying attention to real life. It's just everything that they see through their phones. Mm. And that frustrates me because it's like, that. that is what the world is like today. People will see someone jumping off a cliff, for example. And they'll take pictures. Yeah. They'll oh, take video, pictures yeah. or they'll take a video because they'll be like, oh, I can get this onto the mm. internet. I can get this. On. I mean, it's mostly not teenagers, actually. It's, it's adults. adults. No, it's adults. And that's what frustrates me is because everyone likes to blame things on teenagers because back in the day, it used to be that teenagers were the reason that stupid shit happened. Mm. And but now those, it's adults. Those, yeah, I, was gonna say, those... I think it's 50-50. I'm not blaming... I don't want to come across like I'm blaming all the time. I'm not. But I think teenagers pick up adults on what they do. I think we all do. I think adults pick up adults. Teenagers pick up what adults do. Yeah. And teenagers do take end up doing that. I'm not saying that, you know, adults should be blamed, in a way. Mm. Go on, you've got a question. No, no, no. I was going to say, on a bit of a side note, I was speaking to uh, Miss Simba, mm. and I was like, you know that Nick used to be deaf, right? <laughs> what did he say? Come he was, on, Miss Simba, what no, did he say? He was literally just like, why are you taking the piss? I was like, no, no, no. Like, he's to be deaf. Like, that's why he sometimes has, like, problems and things with understanding mm. certain things. But Sim was like, no, don't take the piss. And I was like, no, no, he genuinely oh, did. Listen. Do you know what? This is, that's actually really nice. Because me and Miss Simba, we get all really well. Like, no offence to your other brothers, but he is my favourite brother-in-law. So I make sure you... I hope you listen to this. But, like, me no, and Miss Simba... literally we... none of my family listen to this show. Kind of a good thing to Well, actually, to be fair, family, if you are listening... Please put a comment in and yeah. let me know that you're listening so that I know to give you a shout out. Yeah, please don't put, do not marry that man. Please don't put that. Um, it's okay, I already know that. Don't worry. Fuck you. <laughs> um, no, but like, no, but the thing is, well, I, I joke around about that. And there is something that someone said to me the other day, and you said it as well. Yeah. But someone else said it to me as well. Dave Banks said, Nick, yes, we know that you are thick-skinned. No, nothing yeah. offends you. Listen, Natalia said about me, me, me being born deaf and that. Again, that don't bother me and stuff like that. But I think I need to I need to realise that's not not everyone is thick skinned like me. Yeah. And that and I'll be honest, guys, that is well, my problem. Also, the other thing about that is that you're marrying someone who's not as thick skinned as you. Like you know that mm. I'm a very sensitive person, so mm. like I can take a joke every now and then, but if I'm hormonal mm. or I'm in my teenage angsty phase and listening to my chemical romance and Green Day mm then I might not take things as well as I should. And you do tell me. I mean, I've, tried, I mean, I've said certain jokes and... They've offended me. Yeah, yeah. they've offended you. But you, this is the thing. If I say something to someone, then they know to come to me, which you have done, what? and spoke to me about it. And I would... Guys, I would respect you more. But if you end up moaning, if you end up moaning and not letting go, and not, not letting go of it, because you didn't tell me how you felt... Wow, Natalia's just doing something there. I don't know what she was doing. Now, I'm I'm not going to be able to solve it and talk to you about it. Yeah. No, so there's true. a difference. Like if I if I have ever offended you, come to me and talk about it, and then believe it or not, guys. <laughs> no, don't come to me and talk about it because the queue will be so long. No. <laughs> it will reach all the way around the world and back. I would I would listen and go listen. That was just a joke. I apologise if you. But listen, if you're going to get offended over something so fucking little. Then I promise you, no, I will but, carry uh, on. See, I would, I would disagree with that because some, for some, someone it might be little. Mm. But so for you, it might be little. For that person, it might be a very big thing. Which mm. is why I think when you said, "Come to me if I've offended you," then it's a good thing because then you know that some things that you might think are small are big for the other people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. No, no, I'm not taking a piss. I I'm think not... that we need to call this uh, I'm not, teaching I'm not Nick taking... a lesson. I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not taking a piss. But again, it's like, 
I get that not everyone's thick-skinned like me. Yeah. But we are entitled to other people's opinion. And that is one thing, and you have to admit this, babe. No, no, you have to admit this. That's one thing I do do. I do listen to other people's <laughs> opinion. Do. I do listen to other people's opinion. And even if I disagree with them or not, I still listen to them. And you have to admit that. This is true. When have you ever known me? Okay, for example, I do this thing for Natalia. It's, it's a very special thing in Natalia's eyes. Yeah. I go to... Um, no? She's shaking her head. Uh, I don't want other people to know that. I want it to okay. be special. It's not rude. It's not rude, guys. I'll point you. Okay, I won't say no, that. It's not, it's, not, it's not rude, but it's something that's really special to me. And Nick doing it for me is like it. It really touched me, and I wanted to keep it as our thing. Okay, but whatever. What that, that's the thing. Like I will do. I'm, I compromise. I do compromise with people. You know, like and this is the thing. Like the problem is with this world that we live in. You can't breathe. You know, yeah. Even if you breathe, you offend someone. You know, and I just think people need to chill the fuck out, talk to each other about problems. And that's, I think, is communication. It's a lack of communication. Question. Oh, I like these question games. Which I do, go on. How does this relate to teenagers? We just go off topic, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we just most, go off topic. Most episodes, we do go off topic, don't we? Um, okay, so basically, teenagers just need to chill the fuck out and enjoy life. They, they grow up quickly. That's the problem. Let them be teenagers. This is true. When I was a teenager, I always wanted to be 25. I always wanted to be like, oh, yeah, I'm getting my life together. What the fuck were you thinking? Well, exactly. What was I thinking? And, I, and I'm the same. No, genuinely. So when we were, when I was 16, mm. my old English teacher said, so this was about two months ago. <laughs> uh, she said she was 14. You liar. Yeah. Oh, ow. Oh, sorry. That oh, that actually did hurt. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, when I was 16, my English teacher... Was it 16? Was I 15 or 16? My English teacher said... I'm glad he said that. Go on. Um, he said, oh, uh, I want you to write your own obituaries. Because he was going through a divorce, things were tough for Mr. Liffin. Kevin Liffin. Uh, Mr. Kevin Liffin, if you're listening, I meant it when I gave you that apple. Anyway... Uh, that's another story for another time. Um, that's a story I think we all would like to hear. What happened there? Why did you get to force? I will tell like, no. Charlotte, <laughs> No. Anyway, so yeah, Mr. Liffin was like, oh, write your obituaries because mm. I'm mean and bitter and I hate my wife. Anyway, so we all had to write, we all had to write our own obituaries. And in my obituary, I was married by the age of 21. Yeah. I had my first child at 24. My second child at 25, I had twins at 28, and then I had my That's last... That's like our plan for to have kids. Shh. I'm joking, I'm joking. Then my last child was at 32, which was a really tough pregnancy, da da da, I was a writer and all of that. And I, that was what I wanted. I wanted, by the time I got to 21, to have a child and a husband and all of it. So when I got to 21, I had like a proper meltdown because I was like, I... I'm not even in a relationship. So I decided to go on to like online dating and find some numpty. I apologise if he's listening. Um, I don't. Find some numpty to go out with. And I only stayed in that relationship because I was like, I want my goals to be, I want my goals to be like realised. Mm. Which is a bit sad because it's like, because of my teenage dreams, yeah. um, I essentially didn't live mm. the early part of my 20s. I see. See, I've I was kind of in a similar boat as you. Like yeah. I like I think 
the problem is with teenagers, and not the actual teenagers, I do think they are expected to grow up quickly. And I think that's not, I think that's the adults not realising what they're actually doing. So, for example, I still remember when I was working this one time for an old company, um, there was um, loads of students around getting their GCSE results. Getting, say, getting their Jesus on. Yeah, getting their GCSE results. And the number of heartbreaking students that was there, um, they, I felt sorry for them. And do you know what? The way I see it as, yes, I will say to my kids, these are Your the, kids. our kids. Exams are important, but as long as you try and not give up, that is the main key. See, that I wouldn't say that to our kids. You know what I'd say to our kids? What? I'd say, these mean fuck all when it gets to when you're older. Hear me out. I'd say these mean fuck all when it gets to when you're older. But in order to get where you want to get, you have to go through all the hopes that yeah, they set no, out for you. And, and that is also, that's something I do agree with as well. But because I don't that, want the pressure on I don't no, say the I thing. want them to that's be. That's the thing. I want them to do well. Yeah, And course. I want them to do well. But the thing is, GCSEs, SATs when they used to exist, all of these tests are just so that schools can make... Like, kids don't learn anymore these mm. days. Kids, you literally... Um, maybe maybe primary school it's a bit easier to sort things out because in primary school you don't really need to know things mm. like no you don't need to know things but you're not working towards a big test mm. the minute you get into secondary school it's like you need to pass this test and this is why I'm going to teach you this like the amount of people who are younger than me who don't know half of the stuff I learned when I was at secondary mm. school because my teachers were like year nine sorry year year seven to year nine. We're going to teach you everything and everything. Mm. And then when it gets to year nine, we'll focus in on your SATs, sure, so you can pass them. Then when you get to GCSE, you'll be able to learn things a bit more. I love that because I got such a wide and mm. vast knowledge of the world. Mm. Now it's like, when you're in year nine, you're going to have to do this exam. So from year seven, we're going to be preparing you from that exam all the way through. Do not learn anything else. Education is no longer about teaching people interesting subjects it's about passing a test that's why i say i will say to our kids fuck all to to exams exams mean fuck all mm. but just skip the hoops you come home i'm gonna teach you everything that you should be learning mm. i and literally like many reasons why i'm marrying this girl and she's just said one of them um i'm i'm gonna tell a little story now that i've not even told natalia Oh god! Um, no, no, no! It's a story Bet about you my granddad. About an ex. Oh, okay. It's my story about my granddad, who sadly isn't here. And forgive me if I get emotional. Um, so basically, I did my exams, mm. and I enjoyed certain lessons. So yeah. I, I did. I struggled in school, but I did have a good time in school at yeah. the same time. I did my exams, and I didn't get good results. And I'll be honest, guys, I enjoyed certain lessons, but I didn't get good results. And basically. I was in the kitchen one day and I felt really low and shit. Like, literally, so fucking shit. And Grandad was in the kitchen and he went, What's up, kid? And because he normally calls me kid or mate, you know? And I cried and he hugged me. Yeah, and he went, and he went What's wrong? I went, I'm, I'm, I'm a failure. And I really did. I really. And this is what. I'll I, I tell you why I'm sending this story, yeah? And he went, why are you a failure? And I went, because I failed. I went, and he went, failed in what? 
and I went, school exam. So I went, right, white one there for a second, yeah. And that's when I found out. So when I was born, and Charlie said, when I was born, um, I, I was born deaf, yeah. And my mum cried. Now, my granddad sat there and went, Di, why are you crying? Oh, my son's deaf. He went, right. And he went, and my mum was thinking all sorts, like, what if he grows up not being able to work with her? And my, and my granddad sat there and went, I don't, I don't agree with him comparing me to the likes of Jonathan Ross and, and that But he sat there and he went, Jonathan Ross can't talk properly. You know, you've got people, Van Gogh had struggled. You know, and, and he went, there was still hope for Nick. And he had hope. Ever since I was, well, no, he, Van Gogh did have um, problems as well. I was going to say, if you said that Van Gogh was deaf, I feel like he did it to himself. No, that, <laughs> self-deafness. No, but like, Grandad had hope for me. Yeah. Ever since the first I was born. And that was, that's really like, wow, that's, you know. And um, that day, he was in the kitchen, you know, what I was just talking about. And he went, I get what you're feeling. But he went, please tell me this in an honest, honest way. If you say to me, no, I didn't, I won't be angry. Just be honest with me. And I went, well, and he went, did you try? Did you go in there fighting, not fighting yourself, but fighting yeah. to do your best? And I went... Hundred fucking percent. Like I did what I could do. You know, I listened. I thought I did well, and he stopped me. And he went, "That is all that matters." Yeah. And I tell you what, when he said that to me, I'm going to be honest with you. This was a long, long time ago. My granddad would have been a different man. And my mum actually said, the moment I was born, he changed for the best. And that's why I kind of believe to to an to some points. That grandparents, depending on who they are, do deserve second chances. Yeah. That doesn't go for certain people, but it, it you know, grandparents is the definition of second chances. Yeah. And my granddad was basically talking to me like he sort of spoke to my mum and aunt. But back in them days, it was, you know, exactly. difficult. I think there's Not more, difficult, different. There's more pressure on, like, there's more pressure from the parents than there are from the grandparents. Because the grandparents, like, I've learned from my mistakes. Yeah, granddad will definitely want. You know them. what I mean? Like yeah. it, that's that's the thing. Um, and I think, like for example, there were people in my life when I, I so I, when Nick and I say we're very different people, I mean that I was amazing at GCSEs and all the tests Thanks. in the world. Thanks. And Nick wasn't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's not Lilo, is it? Love you. It's not. No. Lilo. So basically, I when I was in year seven, I was put in the to the top form of all the classes um and then when i got to year nine i got 877 which was the highest sats marks you could get and i got 100 percent in my english and then when i got to gcs no oh yeah sorry so in year nine mm. the top set were allowed to take gcses early so i took my religious studies early my mm. french early and i think one of my english exams early and i got an a in english mm. an a in re and a B in French. Well done. In year nine. Which is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Any normal person would be like, that's great. No, that is, that is good though. I went home to my African parents. Mm. <laughs> be like, mum, dad, I got two A's and a B. Why'd you get the B? Really? But that's the thing. That's It's a different culture. Because for my parents, they were like, we want her to do so much better than we've ever done because she's got opportunities that we don't have, we didn't have. Because obviously my, my parents both came from southern Rhodesia, 
which was a colonised state, mm. a colonised country. My dad wasn't allowed to leave the country. He basically had to be smuggled out of the country in order to get... I mean, he's now here legally, don't worry. Like, <laughs> I, need yeah. to say, I need to say that for the, the bloody home office that's that are listening. Tell, that's something to tell the kids, eh? Yeah. 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 I got my dad deported because I uh, spoke about him on my yeah. podcast. <laughs> no, uh, my dad's here legally. By the way, guys, he's got permanent leave to remain. So does my mum. They're both it's British all fine. citizens. It's all fine. They're not all, legal immigrants. No, they're all above board. By the time you got smuggled out of the country, because when you were a Rhodesian, a black Rhodesian, you weren't allowed out, basically. You weren't allowed to travel because it was seen as white good, black bad. Yeah. So my dad made his way through Holland, through Glasgow to London. That that was his trip. Um, and he lived in, with a Chinese family in Holland. Weird. Anyway, my mum is a bit younger than my dad, so she didn't have to go through all of that struggle. She did see it growing up because um, there was a lot of like civil war in the country, but she came over via Italy. They've both had to, like my mum doesn't have a degree, my dad doesn't have a degree either, but they both had to work so hard to get to where they are. Mum's mm. now a nurse and she's working towards her degree because she has to now, because the NHS thinks that even if you've been working as a nurse for the past 30 years, you need a degree so that they don't get sued. Fuck them. Um, I'm sorry, it really pisses me off because my mum is one of the best workers there. She's one of the most amazing people. She she knows the job better than half the doctors there, but they're saying that she might lose her job if she doesn't get a degree because they need to cover their backs. I'm not being funny, but maybe we should question Jeremy Hunt on that one because oh, no, Jeremy... he deserved... To get a fucking... No, not no. He should have got a fucking degree. And the amount of mistakes that he's fucking done. Oh, yeah. But he's now no longer that person. Oh, so, anyway. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So, what I'm trying to say is that my parents worked so hard for what they got. Mm. that what, Because we have, have, we have that opportunity, they want us to work as hard as we can in order to get there. So, even though at the time... This is what I'm talking about, being a teenager. When I was a teenager... I was like, oh my God, I was so upset. I was like, I can't believe that my parents have said this. Like, that's so rude. Like, I got a B and I got it like two years before I'm even meant to be doing my GCSEs. But I think that's da, 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 da. No, it is good. But I can understand from my parents' point of view, they were like, we, they, they kind of invested all of their want and needs that they mm. never got to achieve into their children. Mm. And I, so I can understand that. And that's the same with lots of African, lots of Asian parents, because they didn't ever have that opportunity mm. before. So I get that. But going back to being a teenager, when I was a teenager, I didn't understand that because I was just like, oh, it's just mum and dad being like old fogies and like, I'm just going to go into my room, listen to some Usher and my chemical romance and like write on my walls and be really, really sad. That's who I was as a teenager. You would have hated she me. She still does that now. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> no, but this is the thing though, you know, my granddad, like, he, he, he basically said, and it's so true, and this is what, this is what I carry with me now, you know, try. If you don't try, then, you know, you deserve to get nothing. But if you try your hardest, yeah. you will get where you want to be. And I am I am a now I'm now a strong believer, school doesn't give us lessons. Life gives us lessons. Yeah, I mean, we learn from life. To be honest, I think that we learn less in school from the textbooks than we do from our teachers. Mm. Because if you've got... So like, I believe that... Teachers, teachers, nurses, they are things that you're, you're chosen to do in life. 
like there, you know a good nurse from a bad nurse and a good teacher from a bad teacher because the bad teachers are the ones who just kind of fell into it yeah. and didn't actually really want it. The good teachers are the ones who you know from the minute that they have started like on their course of whatever they wanted to do mm. with their life, they've been like, I love teaching. I love helping people learn more about the world. Mm. Those inspirational teachers, like for example, there is one teacher that I had, Miss Cotter. She was my music teacher in primary school. In fact, I've had many good teachers, but Miss Cotter is the first one. She's my music teacher in primary school. And I, to this day, am still in contact with her because mm. of how much she inspired me to continue doing music. Mm. She made music come alive for me, yeah. Miss Cotter. Uh, in secondary school, the two teachers that were like amazing for me were Mr. Kevin Liffin. <laughs> and I think I need to talk to this teacher. And Mr. Christopher Foley. Both men. Both men, yes. I mean, I did have a crush on both of them at the time. But, but they brought English alive for me. They yeah. made me, they made me understand that I could do English, like that I could go further than I have with it. Yeah. They, they were amazing teachers. And the inspiration that they had in my life has made it possible for me to be who I want to be in terms of I now work for a, a publisher. I write books I don't get them published, but I write them. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's those teachers, those ones that inspire you to be who you want to be when you yeah. grow up. Those yeah. are the ones. And, like, for me in... Was it sixth form? In sixth form, I had a completely opposite uh, experience of teachers. I had teachers that basically saw any kind of light and extinguished it. They were like, mm, no, you're not fitting in with our social wants and needs. So we're going to snub you out like a cigarette. My college tutors were a bit, little bit like that. That's the thing. And those people are not meant to be teachers, I think. Mm. And I think that, that, that those are the people who help shape you as a person. Mm. Parents do, of course. But teachers are there with you for most of the day. I think, I think I've been told from people, and I've even said to certain people as well, I think depending on who you are, you can make a good teacher. Doesn't have to be in school. For example, since I've been in Italia, I have learned a lot, and I'm, I'm seriously going to say that I've I've learned a lot about feeling. Sounds really soppy. Feeling in love. That's one thing I've learned. No, no, no. Feeling love. Sorry. Feeling love. Like actually being with someone, being with someone who likes me for me. Like that's a, that's a lot to learn. Yeah, it's a lot to learn and it's it's been great. And it, well, it's still going to be great. But I think what I want to know from you... It genuinely sounded like you were going to go, it's been great, but let's call it quits. No, no. <laughs> no I'm stuck with you now, aren't I? Um, oh, no, you still got to get out of jail free card. Nah, I don't want that. Um, I, I, I want that if Are I... Are you saying that you're in jail? No, I'm not in jail. Shut up. But I... Here's a question I want to... Because yeah. we've gone on a bit now, but... Do you think everyone is born intelligent but education can ruin that sometimes i don't think that everyone's born intelligent i think everyone is born unique Mm. and i think that that uniqueness Mm. is sometimes ironed out through education okay because i remember again miss henry oh this woman Miss Henry was my year six teacher. I can't even remember her first name. This is how much I didn't like her. No, I didn't. It's not that I didn't like her, but she used to come into the class smelling of coffee and cigarettes and breathe on you. Like, you know that she just had a cigarette and she just had a coffee. And she'd come and be like, how are you doing, kids? 
She was just the worst. Um, I don't Did she speak for that? Yeah. Because <laughs> of all this Megan. Um, anyway, Miss Henry, I was doing my handwriting in class. Two occasions, actually. First occasion, I was doing my handwriting in class. Hmm. And she was like, you're doing it wrong. And I was like, but this is how I write. She was like, no, no, no. And she literally got my hand and forced me to write the words properly in the way that she wanted them written. Didn't like her. The second time that she got to me, year six sats, she sat, uh, sat me down in a park. I don't know why. We were in a park. No, we were all like on a, on a trip and she sat me down in the park and said, I really, really think you need to aim lower with your expectations because you're never going to get the grades you want to get to get into the school you want to go to. Because she was like, I think the highest you could get in year six was like a level five or something. Mm. And she was like, you're probably going to get a three or a four. Mm. I got all level fives or all level sixes. One Please of those tell me two. you rubbed it in her face. No, I didn't. But I was literally just like, I can't believe that you've literally sat at, mm. at the time, I was probably 10, a 10 year old down and gone, you're never going to get you know where you want to go in life. But do you know what that was? That was jealousy. Because she knew. No, jealousy? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, see... Okay, so I had a, a, a similar problem. I had a maths, a maths teacher. Her name was Miss Jasmine. Absolute wanker. Did not fucking like her at all. Sorry, Miss Jasmine. Um, she <laughs> ended up in my brother's school after us, and he was she was ch- teaching him. And as soon as they she realised that we were brothers, he, she got a bit funny towards him. Oh. Yeah, it was something about us that she didn't like. But maths. No, now I struggled. There was something about you guys she didn't like. Really? I struggled with maths. I needed help. She did not help me. She had an issue with me. She would. She just had an attitude problem. Now, okay, I failed maths miserably. I'm still bad at maths. But you know what I want to do? I want to find Miss Jasmine, and I want to say, look at me now. I'm, I might not be the richest guy. I might not be the richest guy, but I work as a full time security guard. I'm a published author. I'm doing these shows. I do stand-up comedy. I'm listen. I'm not a rich guy, but I'm doing what I enjoy doing. Yeah, and I want to look at her, and, and I do want to look at her, and not say nothing because I don't want to waste my breath. I just want to put my middle finger up to her face and then walk away. So, when you said, you know, when you said that you wanted to go to Miss Jasmine and go look at me now, I was like, she'd be like, yeah. And I was right. I'm no, I'm joking. I'm joking. She might probably will. She no, I'm joking. Probably... She was a vile you know, as long as you're, person. As long sorry. as you're happy. Yeah, fuck Anyway. Them. Hey, and my motto in life, like I say to everyone, fuck them. You know, you do what you've you know got to do. And that goes for the teenagers. Just be a teenager. Don't, don't grow up too fast. And that's what I'm trying to say. You've got a lot to learn, kids. Okay, so I find this really funny because I don't know what I'm going to name this episode. I think I'm going to call it a smorgasbord of rants. Because Just call it human rants. This is nothing to do with teenagers, really, apart from the first five seconds, maybe. Life lessons. No, it's not really life lessons, though. School of... I'm going to have to re-listen to it, and then, yeah. Anyway, this has been us. We yes. are, sorry. If you liked it, let us know why you liked it. If you didn't like it, let us know why you didn't like it. Help us to improve our shows. Uh, but also remember that we record these in advance. So if you want to let us know how to improve our shows, remember it won't be in effect until about maybe three or four yes. shows after this. And by, and by all means, honestly, be honest with us. If you think that you'd rather us 
play the shit happens game or you know other games in the in the future. If you'd rather us just not do this, let us know. Well, no, that's not happening. We're going to do it regardless. I mean, we'll do it regardless, but it'd be good but, to know. Yeah, like you know, just let us know. Like you know, we ain't going to hold it against you. I mean, we might, but we're only no. human, so. I'm only human after all. Don't put the blame on me. In fact, you should maybe be... Oh, Rag and Bone Man, his voice is fit. Anyway. Well. <laughs> yeah, bye, bitches! I hate you.